Father, we just want to thank you for this morning. We bless you because you are the giver, the preserver, and the sustainer of life. We have gathered here for all walks of life. Spirit divine to celebrate one of your finest maidens. Therefore, we activate the spirit of the Lord in the name of Jesus. And we ask that be you, O oh God, in this short brevity of time, speak your word to your people. Minister to their hearts by the power of the spirit. And let greater grace abound in Jesus' precious name. Let me hear somebody say amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Thank you very much. Please keep me on the strings if that is okay for you. Thank you. Keep me on strings, please. Thank you. It is an honor and a privilege to be called upon on this wonderful, precious occasion to bring the glad tidings to you this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, we are standing and sitting in a miracle and standing in here because God called a man and God anointed the man and God endued the man with grace and wisdom and a certain spirit and a certain blueprint and that blueprint has been made manifest and we're sitting in it right now. Help me. Let's honor the angel of this house and this great assembly. Pastor Chris, Reverend Chris, please help me. Let's honor him. Let's appreciate him. Let's give God praise. He is not only a friend, he is a brother. He is a visioneer. Oh, I thought you were doing something like clapping. <laughs> Am I in CICC? Are you celebrating your pastor? It takes a man of vision. Thank you, sound man. It takes a man of vision to have a place like this. It takes a man who God is with to be able to gather people like this. And the Bible says that a man who carries a vision carries the heartbeat of God. And he carries the heartbeat of God. And ladies and gentlemen, help me celebrate the angel of the house. In the world, they say behind every successful man, there is a woman. But I say by every successful man, there is a great woman. We have gathered here to celebrate the golden jubilee lady. The woman that sleeps by the anointing. The anointed one herself. The trailblazer. The path pather. Ladies and gentlemen, help me. Let's honor Reverend Mrs. Gloria. Give the Lord a shout. Wow. A very happy 50th birthday to you. You're looking gorgeous, scrumptious, and wonderful. Tonight, there shall be a performance. We want babies. We want babies. More babies. More babies. More babies. More babies. Amen. Happy 50th Golden Jubilee to you. 
It's an honor. Yes, pension babies, pension. Blessed babies. David said, I was young, now I am old. You know, so when we are young, we had babies. Now we are old. We need to have a pension baby. In the name of, ah, that is my wife. Amen, 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 amen. We'll bless the name of the Lord. We honor you, please. I came with my wife. My wife for 23 years and still counting. Please help me honor my wife. My girlfriend, my mistress, my wife, my everything. God bless you for 25 years, 23 years. And then my beloved son, the one who is going to take over the mantle and the baton. Joshua, I love you. Amen. And to all the pastors, great men of God and bishops in the house, I salute you. When, when there are bishops in the house and men of God, and they call a boy of God to minister, then you must know your scriptures right. And you must know that God must descend. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. All protocol observe. Please turn your Bibles with me quickly in this short brevity of time to Psalm 103. Psalm 103. Two verses. Psalm 103. This morning as we celebrate God and celebrate the gift of God and celebrate Pastor Glorious life, we have gathered here from all walks of life to celebrate as a thanksgiving service. So, within the short brevity of time, I want to speak on the power of thanksgiving. The power of thanksgiving. The power of thanksgiving. The power of thanksgiving. Or understanding the power of thanksgiving. Whatever is done with understanding brings results. And whatever is done without understanding brings no results. In other words, when we understand thanksgiving and we activate it and we do it, it brings results. In the book of Psalm 49, verse number 20, the scriptures read, and this is what he said, Psalm 49, verse number 20. In Psalm 49, verse number 20, this is what the scriptures say. He says, a man who is in honor, yet does not understand, is like the beast that perisheth. And then, of course, a man who is in honor, yet does not understand, is like a beast that perisheth. So, whatever we do without understanding, brings or yields no results. In Matthew chapter number 13, verse number 23, the scriptures say, according to the Synoptic Gospel, Matthew chapter number 13, you know, verse number 23. This is what he said. And I read it in King James Version. He said, But he that receiveth the seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it. And understandeth the word. He that received the seed into the ground or good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it. So, understanding of a subject in this kingdom is key. Without understanding, you cannot receive results. 
We thank God, but sometimes we thank him without understanding. So it is very important that as we have gathered, we understand the concept of thanksgiving. The Bible says that without understanding, so therefore I can say that so our understanding on every kingdom mystery is what, what determines the results that we have. The understanding of every kingdom mystery. The kingdom of God is a mystery. And understanding of every subject determines what we receive and the results that we get. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me. In Psalm 103, verse number 1 and 2, is a favorite scripture, which I believe all of us know. It said, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his what? His benefits, the first one, which we can all leap over, he said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefit. Ladies and gentlemen, that caught my eye because there are three things that I want to show you here. He said, bless the Lord and forget not all his benefits. In other words, the tendency of a man forgetting is very high. <laughs> Am I speaking to somebody? Uh, there are three important things that I want to draw from the scripture, please. And number one, uh, he said, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. Uh, and forget not his benefit. Forget not his benefit. Number one is breath. The breath of life. We are celebrating Pastor Gloria's life this morning because she is counted among the living and not the dead. Uh, it is interesting. You did not hear me. You did not hear me. I said we are celebrating her life because she is counted among the living and not the dead. In Psalm 150 verse number 6. He said let everything that have breath praise the name of the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, so long as you have breath, you have every cause to praise God. So long as you have breath, you have every cause to bless the Lord. So long as you have breath, you have every cause to thank God. So long as you have breath, you have every cause to give God praise. So thanksgiving or the spirit of gratitude is something that you and I cannot live without it. <laughs> Are you following me? Are you following me? According to the scriptures, thanksgiving is, it can also denote as a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. He said, thanks be to God who causes us to triumph. Thanks be to God. So the more we thank God, the more we receive victory. The more we bless God, the more we receive what? Victory. We will get to it. Thanksgiving. Somebody say Thanksgiving. We are thanking God for her life. We are blessing God for her life. He said, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. In Ecclesiastes chapter number 9, the wisest man that ever lived, Solomon, listen to what he said. Ecclesiastes chapter number 9, verse number 4. He said, as long as, is it on your screen? Is it on your scripture? He said, but from him who he is joined to all living, there is hope for better or for a living dog is better than a dead one. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I feel a bit claustrophobic here. Can I come down a little bit? <laughs> Jesus. As long as a living dog. 
<laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> but for him who is joined to all the living, there is hope. There is hope. I came to speak to someone that it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. Because yesterday you cannot do nothing about. But today you can change it. Tomorrow you can make it better. Uh, you did not hear me. He said, for as long as you are among the living and not the dead, there is hope for you. There is hope for you. There is hope. There is hope. There is hope. He said, let every living creature discover that there is hope for them. Ecclesiastes said, for a tree when it's cut down by the scent of water, it shall spring forth. Just by the scent. Just by the scent. It shall what sprout out or spring forth. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday. For yesterday is gone. Today is a new thing. Tomorrow is a better day. It is interesting for you to understand. When you write the word opportunity. Opportunity. That letter opportunity. When you write that word opportunity. And you write yesterday underneath it. And you write today underneath yesterday. And you write tomorrow underneath it. So you have opportunity. And then you have yesterday. And then you have today. And then you have Tomorrow, watch this. The word opportunity, yesterday, have no zeros in it. Yesterday, have no zeros in the word opportunity. Today, how many zeros? One, write it down. One. So it means today, yesterday, there are no opportunities in your yesterday. You did not hear me. Your today, you have just one. But look at tomorrow. How many O's do you have in there? How many zeros do you have in there? Oh, please, how many? Two or three. So it means that yesterday, yesterday, there are no opportunities. So if God did not give me yesterday, let it go. If God gives me today, I have one opportunity. But tomorrow is a better day. So the scripture says, while we look not at the things which we do not see, for the things we see are temporal, but the things we do not see are eternal. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, am I? speaking to somebody in the house. Can I work it? Can I work it? So yesterday is gone. You meet people when they tell you, oh, my yesterday was better than today. Who told you that? That was a lie. That was a lie. My yesterday was not better than, oh. Today is better than yesterday. And tomorrow will be greater than today. Why? Because when you walk with the Lord in the light of his word, he shows you a certain glory. That, that word glory is, is derived from Shekinah. He shows you a Shekinah glory. And when the Shekinah glory rests upon your life, he said the path of the righteous shineth brighter and brighter and brighter. So, so long as I take my steps, uh, my path shines. Why? For God, order my steps. May your steps be ordered by God. I said, may your steps be ordered by God. There is hope. There is hope. Oh, shout there is hope. Oh, shout there is hope. Oh, shout there is hope. Shout there is hope. Hmm. Oh, Jesus. 
Jesus. Look at Isaiah chapter number 38. Uh, Isaiah chapter number 38. Let's hear the prophet speak. Isaiah chapter number 38 and verse number 18. Let's hear what the prophet is saying. For Shiloh cannot thank thee. Death cannot praise thee. Oh, Jesus. Death cannot do what? Oh, please. Death cannot do what? Those who go down to the pit cannot what? Hope for what? For the truth. So death cannot praise thee. Please, I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me. I want you to hear me. You see, when, so long as we have life, we have every cause to praise the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, uh, Jesus. You see, Satan magnifies the things we do not have and the prayers we have not received. And he causes us to forget the things that God has done for us. But I remember one of the days uh, somebody said to me, he said, count your blessings and name them one by one. It will surprise you what the Lord Oh, you see, please watch this. Not what your credentials, not what your connections, not what your father, your mother. Oh, Jesus. The other day, the other day, Joshua told me, Joshua 1 8, he said, This book of the law should not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate on it day and night. Please watch this. And observe to do all that is written therein. For by so doing, you, not your uncle, you, not the government, you, not the church, you, shall make your way prosperous so your prosperity depends on you and God there is no reason why you shouldn't prosper it's an error it's an error it's a choice now please I want you to hear me when we speak about prosperity don't narrow it to just money money is the least money is the least when we're talking about prosperity we're not talking about money Oh, Jesus. He, he, he said in 1 John chapter 2, he said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health as your soul prosper. Your soul is, a man is a tripite being. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in the body. Watch this. We are, we, we, we are, we've been saved. We are being saved and we shall forever be saved. So when you get born again, it is your spirit man that is born again. So Paul the apostle said in Romans chapter 12 verse 1 and 2, he said, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the metamorphosized, the renewal of your mind. Watch this. It means that when you are born again, it is your spirit man that is born again, but your soul, which is your spirit, which is, which sorry, which is your intellect, your emotions, and your mind is not born again. So Paul the apostle said, Renew your mind by the renewal of the spirit, the holy scriptures. Why? For in them you shall have life. So, so watch this. So you see a child of God giving their life to Christ, but they are still smoking. <laughs> oh, I'll take my time. <laughs> Please, if you don't, if you don't bring me here, I'll still come. <laughs> oh Jesus so you have a child of God who has accepted Jesus as their Lord and personal savior and they are still fornicating 
Uh, you have a child of God uh, uh, who who has given their life to Christ, uh, uh, singing in a choir, um, but still gossiping. Uh, you have a child of God uh, who comes to church uh, and, and say, praise the Lord, my brother. Uh, praise the Lord, my sister. And when you turn around, he said, look at her wig. Uh, please, just cannot speak to you. Uh, cannot speak. So, so the scripture said, judgment shall begin in the house. So, so, watch this. So, so, your soul, which comprises of your will, your intellect, and your emotions, need to be conformed with the word of God, which is the engrafted word, the Bible. So, it is interesting. We get born again, and we expect that automatically we should know how to live. But, but from the last time I, I knew, if you want to be business or you want to be a businessman or woman you go to school to learn the trade you want to be a doctor you go to school to be a trade uh, whatever profession you want to become you go to school to learn no one was born it so why is it that when we give our life to Christ automatically we want to live <laughs> Jesus why is it so why is it so? Thank you. Why is it so? So Paul the Apostle said, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed, but rightly divide the word of the truth. We need to get to a place that we can decipher, divide the word. So we must know the pretext, the protest, the context of the test. Um, where, where are we? Uh, so the word of God saves your soul. Please, hear me. It doesn't matter where you find yourself in life. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. So my mouth has something to do with it. Oh, Jesus. How are you, my sister? You don't know. I don't feel good. Really? Really? You don't feel good? How are you, my brother? You have no idea. I'm struggling. Oh, you will struggle times two. Your mouth is speaking. Jesus said in John chapter 6 verse number 63. He said for the words we speak. They are spirit. And they are life. Now watch this. Satan knows that he cannot curse you. So he pushes you to the wall. So that you curse yourself. <laughs> so it's because he lost the battle in heaven. So he lost or lost the power of creation. So what he does is that he pushes you, frustrates you, so you begin to speak. I cannot make it. Oh, this is my sickness. Oh, this is my pain. Oh, this is my... So he goes to God and Jesus sitting on the right hand side of God and said, watch this. Why? How do I know that, Pastor? I knew that because in Ezekiel chapter number 10, Zechariah chapter number 10, verse number 1, he said, he said, Joshua was in the temple and Satan had put a filthy garment right by him. It's a shipwreck. So we study to show ourselves approved unto God, not man, but a workman that needed not to divide the word of truth. 
<laughs> Jesus, Jesus was working with the disciples in Mark chapter number 11. Watch this. And the Bible said that he appeared before a tree. And it was a season for the tree to yield fruit. And the Bible said that they were hungry and they had no fruit to eat. And so the Bible said that Jesus looked at the tree and said, no one will eat fruit of thee from henceforth. And the Bible said that he left. The next day on their way coming, the Bible said that Peter, the apostle, looked at the tree and saw that the tree had dried up from the roots to the branches. So Peter recalled to remembrance and he said, Master, this was the tree you spoke to. And why is it that it has withered? Then Jesus turned in Mark chapter number 11, verse number 22. And this is what he said. Have faith in God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, please. Uh, with all due respect tonight. Jesus, he said. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He said. Have faith in God. Please, please. Oh, Jesus. In other words, in other words, he said, have the God kind of faith. What is the God kind of faith? The God kind of faith is when you speak, it shall come to pass. For, for he speaketh those things which be not as though the word. The other day, John said to me, in the beginning was the word. John chapter 1. He said, the word was with God. He said, the word was God. He said, all things were made by the word. And nothing was made that was made by the word. He said, in him was life. And the life or the light shined And the light shined and darkness comprehended it. No, please, I beg your pardon. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights off. the lights off. <laughs> All the lights off. Turn it off. Now stay with me. Open the door so they can hear me. God bless you. Stay with me. He said, he said, watch this. Watch this, please. Watch, stay so he can hear me. Operator, hear me, okay? He said, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. He said all things were made by the word. And without the word, nothing was made that was made. He said in him was light. And the light shineth. And darkness comprehended it not. Interpretation. In him, turn it off. In him was light. And the light shineth. And darkness could not comprehend it. Now watch this. Please the lights on one by one watch my prayer in him was light and the light shined so I'm, I'm sorry thank you now stay follow me follow me I'm a demonstration preacher please I beg you for turning your ties off in him was light and the light was the life life light Life in him was light, and the light was the life of men. So, the more life you have, the more light you have, the more life you will have, the more light you have, and the light shines, and darkness 
could not comprehend it. One, turn the light on. One, thank you. And the light shine. As soon as he turned one light on, the darkness had no choice but to disappear. So, the more word you have in you, the more light. Turn it on. Stop. You have my finances, light. My marriage, light. My health, light. My business, light. And the light shineth and darkness comprehend that it's not. So the more light you have, the less darkness, the less Show me your light and I'll show you the level of darkness. Show me your light and I'll show you the level of darkness. You want to get married, less light. You want babies, less light. You want business, less light. You want a new job, less light. And the light shineth. The more light you have, the less, whether you like it or not, the problem will have no choice but to walk away. Because as soon as he turned on the light, the darkness disappeared. More light, more life. More light, more light. Show me your light. So don't you dare tell me the word of God don't work. The 21st century Christian, we come to church. Praise the Lord, Pastor. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord. Jesus, I thank you. Oh, you have no idea the scriptures. I've read it all. I've been reading it. That's Sunday. I'm reading the scriptures. After, after church. Ah. Oh. Two days fasting. We are fasting and praying. Fasting is abstaining from food and everything and spending time with God. So we are praying. Kadaba, shatter, Lord, my business. Lord, my career. Lord, you must bless me. Lord, you must honor me, my phone. Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, in my Jesus. Cream, cream, Lord. Cream, 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 cream. Lord. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. James. Yes, what's happening? Oh, where, where are you? Oh, are you by... Oh, Manchester and Chelsea? Oh, what time? Oh, really? What, what channel? What channel? What channel? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Charlie James, Charlie, God bless you. In fact, you know, I, I was, I almost forgot. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, okay, so, uh, are you, are you coming over? Or should I come over? Uh, I think... You are, oh, you are near by my home. Eh? Alright, so then what we'll do is that uh, okay, let me go to the kitchen and prepare or should I order some pizza? Uh, yeah. Because James is coming, now you have stopped the fast and you have picked up the phone and you have stopped praying and the agenda has changed. 
so, 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 so pastor comes to the pulpit and said, uh, we fasted for three days. The Lord came through for you. And you stand, pastor, what did the Lord, the Lord did not come through for me. He didn't come through for you because, you see, as I am giving my phone, please, as I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to her and my phone rings and I pick it up. Human is even rude. That is even rude to a human being. Do you know that? I'm speaking to her. My phone rings. Without saying excuse me, nothing. I pick it up. Hello. It's rude. How much more? God. How much more God? So we come to church. Please. We come to church. My phone. Someone is going on. Someone is going on a powerful anointing, a powerful presence. In Hebrews, I'm talking about light and life. Don't get it twisted. Follow me. Look at what you're doing. Light and life. We're talking about the presence. Anytime we leave home, on our way coming to this place to assemble here at 10 o'clock, this is what happens. Let me tell you what happens. This is what happens. Before you leave home, making your way to this place, between 8 and 10 in the morning, God releases angels with puzzles in this place. How do I know that? In Hebrews chapter number 12, verse number 22 to 24, he said, for we have come unto Mount Zion. We are sitting in, we are in innumerable company of angels. We are sitting before just men. He said, we are before the heavenly Jerusalem and then we are before God, the judge of all. We are before the blood that speaketh better things than the blood of Abel he, or Jesus. So whenever we are coming to church, I have an immigration situation. God has released a judge on the scene already. I have a sickness in my mortal body. God has released healing in my mortal body. That is why it is very, it's an error to be coming to church. And watch this, to be coming to church late in heaven is marked absent. Where is my scripture? When you come to church late in heaven, you are marked absent. You did not show. How did I know that, Pastor? <laughs> In Genesis chapter number 28. Oh Jesus, can I, can I, can I preach? Can, can I work it? Can I work it? <laughs> In Genesis chapter number 28, the Bible said that when, when Jacob took the blessing from Esau and he was running, and the Bible said that he got to a place that it was dark. And the Bible said that he picked up a stone and he, he lay down. And the Bible said that whilst he was lying on the stone, uh, and the, the Bible said that he had a vision and he saw an, a ladder connected from the earth to heaven. And watch this, very interesting. And he saw angels ascending and descending. Interpretation. I have always thought, mommy, that angels are in heaven. So why did he see angels ascending and descending? Because when they are coming down, they are coming down. It's not recorded. Heaven does not record it. The Bible said that they carried the saints and the prayers of the people as a sweet savor to heaven. So when you come to church, clap your hands. As you are clapping, your angel is carrying it. As you are shouting, your angel is carrying it. As you are thinking, the angel is carrying it. So when you come to church, watch this. Jesus. When we come to church, when we come to church, when we come to church, 
God bless you. When we come to church, we have reduced God so much. Thank you. We come to church. We're sitting in church. And this is what we do. And then, hashtag service. Check things. And then you press, before you even press, because you are sending to some people, you scroll, 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 and send. So we are in church, and you are on Instagram, Nenegram, Snapchat, Twitter. Watch, watch, please, please, please. I beg, help, somebody here, help, help me. So, so watch this. So, so I am an angel sent from God. I'm waiting on you to take something to heaven for you. I don't need it, but I've been dispatched by God to come for you. And I have come for you. And And so, so, Watch this. So, so the angel stands dormant till 12.30. Church is over. And the angel leaves like as he was coming, he was like this. As he's leaving church and church is over, the angel is because he needs to go and give an account. What did you bring? That is why you have people who come to church. They can stay in church for 10 years and nothing happens. And somebody comes to church for just one day or two years and they get a breakthrough. Is God partial? No. Because as chapter 10, verse number 34 and 35, my Bible tells me, for I perceived that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation, in every country, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted of God. The day I caught this revelation, I told my wife, whether living or dead, we will never be jealous of anybody. Whether living or dead. So why, why should I be envious? Of you because of what you have and I don't. No. The earth is the Lord. We all want the glory. But nobody wants to pay the price. You can change your life. I believe it. I believe it. Paul said in 1 Corinthians. He said when I was a child. I speak like a child. I behave like a child. I did things and as a child. Then watch this. He said, when I came of age, I put away. The Greek rendering of that word put is that I made a conscious decision. So maturity is an action. Consciousness. You make a conscious decision to change it. How conscious and desperate are you to change your situation? 
I'm desperate. I'm desperate. I'm desperate. Oh, Jesus. My testimony will blow your mind. Do you have time? <laughs> this is my only son. Now I'm giving you my testimony. Married for 23 years. This is my first son. 17 years. Seven miscarriages. You see this woman here? Seven miscarriages. Three months. Six months. The last one that broke the camel's back for six and a half months before he came. Seven miscarriages. <laughs> I was a church boy. I was serving God. I was a pastor. I speak the word. And people who have philo no fallopian tubes. I'm a medical doctor by profession. Just by the way. So I know what I'm talking about. People who have no fallopian tubes. Doctors have written them off. I pray by the grace of God and God uses me. Pump, and they get twins. Physician heal thyself. Every year in my church, 10 babies minimum. I dedicate babies like Kinky. This is not somebody said. This is my story. My story. Testimony, 17 years. So people began to speak. You touch somebody's child and they feel you are deceased. And they are forgotten that you prayed for them. And they got a child. You go to functions and, and they set you aside. Irrespective of your anointing, your looks, your credentials. Set you aside. You want to talk about rejection? Don't go there. Don't go there. People that you feel they are supposed to understand. Look at you and feel you've got leprosy. And we still began to believe God. And through that darkest moment, a scripture that became residue in my spirit was Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number 6. Put it up on the screen. You know, He said, for without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God. For he that what? For he that what? For he that comes to God. Must. Believe. That God. Exists. So before I leave home. And I walk to church. I believe. That God exist my father was hit with cancer and he thought he was going to die last words of people are very powerful so he called me on his sick bed thinking that he was going to die he said son God has honored you, blessed you but you don't have a child who is going to inherit all this why don't you go and have an affair and have a child from my father, biological, I'm on record. I tell Lou a lie, my wife is here. I looked at him and I said, Daddy, I love you, but I love my wife more. Because I made a vow 
for better, for worse. In sickness and in health, for richer, for poorer. This is the dangerous one. Till death do us. When I said that, I heard the devil shouted, you are a fool. Abraham had two wives. <laughs> David has 700 wives. What are you doing? Solomon. Solomon. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. So I left King's College Hospital. I'm on record. London. Head down. On my way, I lifted up my eyes to heaven. I said, the one whom I even talked to, even fight for me when outsiders are even speaking has turned against me. And I held down. Tears began to roll from that day. I am. You see this thing? You know what it's called? Let me teach you a secret. When you come to church, worship is lifted. Ignore everybody. Pick up a seat. Put it in an envelope. Whilst worship is going on, come to the altar. Drop it here. And speak a word at this altar. Do you know what you're doing? Let me tell you, just in case you didn't know. This is the place that humanity meets divinity. And I engage the altar. Engage God. Josh, come. After seven miscarriages, seven within the space of seventeen years, one death before this one came. Six months pregnant, daddy went to John Lewis, ordered baby court, everything. We are moving home. New baby, new car, new house, new days. People were flying from everywhere to come for the dedication. Six and a half months, we went to the hospital. They put the thing on my wife's bed, the gel, the thermometer, you hear the baby, baby is breathing, everything is fine. 10 a.m., we left the hospital. We got home about 11. I was on the phone at 7 p.m. speaking to one of my mothers because her children, it's her 60th birthday and her children have bought the gift for her and the gift is a cruise to the Caribbean. 
So she wanted to find out the delivery date so that she doesn't miss the delivery. So I was speaking to her on the phone telling that the baby is arriving in May. Mom, you won't believe this. It's amazing. I've been to John Lewis. I've ordered the court. This, the decorator, everything we are set. I could hear, honey, honey. I said, mommy, hold on. I went in. What is honey about? What is it? My tummy. I said, what's wrong with your tummy? I can't move. I said, what do you mean? Then I placed my hand on the stomach. I said, you better stay there. Come alive. Come alive. I couldn't hear anything. As I talked to you now, within two minutes, my wife passed out. I called the ambulance and I mentioned code red. Within seven minutes, if I'm not exaggerating, the motorbike, the ambulance, the police were in my life. They brought them straight to the hospital in my pajamas and house coat in the thing. Straight. When we got to the hospital, there were some seven doctors. Pull her out, stretch her, put her on the stretcher, straight into the theater. Within seven, eight, ten minutes, they came out. And this is what they did. Your wife or child, now I'm going. Choose one. And I knelt down. I said, Save my wife. Pine. They came out. The umbilical cord suddenly was tied to his neck. From 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And you couldn't see it. So if you induce your wife, babies come out. We need to massage his heart. We need to save him. Wow. Pine, 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 pine. Three hours later. He did not make it. Then they came to me. He did not make it. Now this is the difficult part. She came out. Tommy is down. Where is my baby? I said, this one. Leave it. Let me speak to her. <laughs> it happened on Thursday. I went to her. Come and see her. Shaking the bed. Everything. Somebody that was not well. That day, I think she was Tarzan. I think she was Tarzan. Hey, have I seen madness to the third degree? I sat in my car, not knowing where I was going. 180 miles per hour. And my cruise control locked. And I couldn't stop and I couldn't turn. I could hear sirens behind me. Red light, yellow light. Pink light, sirens, left, right, and center. Going to Wembley from London. The car seared off the road. This is not a movie. Moved off the road, A40 to Wembley. And it was as if, a, believe me, a hand invisible picked up the car and dropped the car like this bang, on the road. And the car began to suspend. Siren, police, about 15, come out, guns, 
You know the city police, they have the red cars. They did no mess. Come out, take it, come out, come out, come out, come out. I just sat in the car. Then they opened the car. They pulled me out of the car. They have checked the car already. So they knew who I was. Then one of the ladies said, let me speak to him. I wasn't reacting. House. Now. Hello, lighters. I just lost my son. Check whether it was true. They went. Police everywhere. Yes, 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 yes. Tickets. That day I would have gotten about 500 tickets. <laughs> I was cleared. They stayed with me for that night. Stayed with me for two days. Came home and all of that. After they happened on Thursday. That night, I called my resident pastor. I said, come to the hospital. When he came, police, what is happening? What is going on? What is the situation? Oh! I said, don't tell anybody. Be quiet. Sunday! Guess what? It happened on Thursday. Sunday, I was doing somebody's baby dedication. Went to church. You know when you are doing dedications? Church is packed. All relative, far and near, neighbors, Cuckoo beds everywhere. Enemies and friends. And watchers. Observers. Pat walked into church alone. Where is mommy? Where is mommy? We'll talk later. Where is mommy? We'll talk later. Where is mommy? We'll talk later. Lifted up the child. Finish. Finish the dedication. Everybody joyous. Finish. Now stood and said, Church, we thank God. In all things, we give thanks. The Lord has been good to us. Just to let you know that your mom is at the hospital. You've lost the baby. The whole church burst in tears. Sat in my car. My house was full. All the dedicators were in my house. Where is my want to see mommy? I said, no. Let her rest. The following week, she was in hospital. Then listen to this one. Doctor said, the next time she tries to be pregnant, she will lose her life. A year. A year and a half. Two years. Said. Luke chapter 1 verse 45. And there shall be a performance. What are they saying? And the performance happened. Josh, come. This is my testimony. So don't tell me that God is not there. Stay with God. Hold on to God. It doesn't matter what happens. The Lord will come through for you. Thank God in your situation. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter what happens. 
he will come through for David said I was young now I am old I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed beg for bread the Lord will not forsake you the Lord will not forsake you I said the Lord will not forsake you I said the Lord will not forsake you I said the Lord will not forsake you he will not forsake you he will not forsake you engage the altar I don't know why I'm sharing I share this testimony but believe that God wants somebody to hear it believe me God wants someone to hear it it doesn't matter how long it takes work with God have a heart of gratitude thank God we came to thank God for Pastor Gloria's life in Psalm 47 verse 1 he said clap your hands all you people shout unto God with the voice of triumph so everything that have breath praise God we clap our hands we shout unto God with the voice of triumph and the Lord will not forsake you I release the hand of God upon your life I release the grace of God upon your life I stand on this exalted altar and I declare by faith and by glory that as you receive the heart of gratitude, may God honor you, may God preserve you, may God keep you, may the heavens smile upon you, may any unspoken prayer request, may the Lord visit you in the name of Jesus. I commend you to the grace of God and to the love of the spirit Paul said I commend you to the word of God which is able to build you up may that word build you up may the word of God build you up may the word of God sustain you on this day as we celebrate and thank God with Pastor Gloria's life Psalm 34 verse number 3 he said oh magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. We magnify God with Pastor Gloria today. And as you live here, may you also receive that portion. The heart of gratitude, the heart of grace, the heart of favor, and gratitude will bring you victory. Till we meet again, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you.